In this episode, I'll point to my resources page, which is a curated page of some of the tools I found really useful to aid my fasting. Some of the links on that page are affiliate links, which essentially means I get a small commission if you decide to buy the item from that link. This is completely at no cost to you. Welcome to episode six of the Fasting Pod. Why should I plan my meals? In this episode, we're going to look at my weekly review, five reasons why I should plan, when should I plan, and how should I plan. He's not a medical professional. He's not a nutritionist. He's not a best-selling author. He's not even an athlete. But he is a man who's passionate about the fast 5-2 diet. He wants to try and get everybody to be able to achieve their health goals whilst having their cake and eating it. And here he is, the man himself. It's Ben Hampson. Hello. I hope you had or are having a great festive season. And if you celebrated, I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. I'd like to take this opportunity as always, to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this podcast. Really, really want to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, ben at tdpod.com. I will leave my email in the show notes. And let's get on with my weekly review. So I have decided to put my weekly review into the podcast. And I'm just going to go very briefly through what I've achieved and what I haven't achieved this week. So unfortunately, I have added another 500 grams to my weight. I kind of have expected it because I have been eating like it's going out of fashion with, um, you know, sort of being the time of year it is. However, what's what's good is uh, I haven't seen sort of my resting heart rate ramp up, which is generally what happens. Um, I'm still around about 64 beats per minute, which is which is really good. I haven't measured my blood pressure, so the, that hasn't been a good thing. I'm aiming to start that sort of the tail end of this week, but I'm definitely going to get into it before next year. So we will tell you more about that um, as as I start measuring. I am pleased, though, I've managed to keep above my sort of 12,000 steps a day, which is really good. Downside, though, my water intake has definitely gone down which is not so good, but my sleep score is, so my, my app measures my sleep and gives it a score out of uh, 100, and normally I'm around about 70, and that's what I've stayed at this week, so that's that's a good thing. So let's get on into the sort of why should I plan, and I'm going to give you five reasons why. So the first one is a cost. Planning your meals gives you sort of you, means you tend to buy exactly what you need to buy for your stock cupboards, freezer, and fridge, which is which is a good thing, and it keeps cost on, a, on an even keel. Reason number two: you minimise food wastage by not buying too much. Also, I think if you have enough food in to cover things. When you are busy, etc. More more about that sort of later. But what it means is you get 
to avoid the danger points where essentially you get in from work and you know how it is. You've had a really bad day and you really don't feel like cooking. And the easiest thing is to pick up that takeaway menu and order a takeaway. If you have things like a frozen pizza, for example, then it kind of avoids that because you can put the oven on and put a frozen pizza in for 10 minutes. Granted, not so great for your nutrition and not so great because you may, you know, sort of get very near your calorific intake. However, much better than ordering a takeaway. So that's a good thing. Number three, nutrition and allowing yourself time to plan. So from a nutritional point of view, if you take time to plan, you usually find that you're nutritionally much better off because you can say, well, I know I need to get my fruit and veg in and that kind of thing each day if you if you make a plan. Also, you need to spend a bit of time in your downtime making that plan. Don't try and do it when you're at work because I don't know about you, but I get into kind of work mode and I can't really think about anything else. So really worth um, making sure you're focused on what you're going to eat sort of in, in the week. So good from that point of view. Number four, forgotten ingredients. I don't know about you, and this is heightened if you're fasting, but there is nothing worse than looking forward to a meal all day and getting there and you're just about to cook the meal or you're just about to get it out of the freezer and either you haven't got what you expected or you're halfway through cooking and you realise, oh, I haven't got the thing, which is the major ingredient that you really need. So planning kind of eliminates that because you know you've got all the ingredients you need. And I think planning also gives you a bit of flexibility as well, particularly if you if your plans change if and any of you plans as as we'll uh, look at later on um to utilize the freezer if there's a, a meal and somebody invites you out unexpectedly and you kind of go oh right okay well i would have had the meal from the freezer then but i can just have that next week so it gives you that flexibility to sort of plan around things so when should you plan? Obviously, you need to plan before you kind of go shopping. That kind of is, is a given. I would always plan for, from, from my perspective on a Sunday. And I would plan Monday through to, to Sunday then in the next week. I tend to shop on a Monday and a Friday. It, it varies, but generally... That's 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 when I shop. So the Monday I would shop through to the the sort of Friday evening, and then on Friday I'd shop for the weekend and over to, to to probably Monday. So I need to make sure that I've got enough planning in place, so I know I know what I'm having in order to, to know what to buy. So you, you need to plan your menus kind of first. Ideally, you plan you 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 plan all your meals. However, if that's too daunting a task, then at the very least, plan your fasting meals. Because as I said, there's nothing worse than forgetting ingredients. And you've been looking forward to it all day. You've starved yourself for 12 hours or 15 hours or however much it may be. 
and you get to have you this meal and you suddenly go, oh, I haven't got that key ingredient, so I can't have what I wanted to have. And then you're scrabbling around and because you haven't got very many calories to play with, it doesn't make it easy. You can tell that I've already, I've done that once or twice and not something I'd like to repeat. Also, by planning, you can obviously consider kind of when you're in and out during the week. As a general rule, I would try and not do overcomplicated recipes in the week. I'd plan to maybe two or three times in the week to have maybe, you know, where you're cooking for 45 minutes an hour or something like that. But two or three times in the week have a, a simple meal where effectively you, you either get something out of the freezer that you've previously cooked, you know, sort of in a batch cook or something like that. Or you get a meal out of the freezer where it, you can just put it together without really having to think about it. For example, I, I, I like sort of chicken Kievs and sweet potato fries and obviously vegetables with that. All of that can be got from the freezer. So it's a very easy meal to put together. But if I were to have, for example, chorizo and prawn risotto that's 45 minutes to an hour where I've got to cook. So if I know I'm going to be late from work or all that kind of thing, then then I obviously wouldn't wouldn't do that on that particular day. But if I know that there's a day where I, I am very likely to be home at a reasonable time, then I'll definitely consider, you know, sort of doing that. Once you've obviously identified all the meals you're going to you're going to um, need to cook and and the, you need to identify obviously the ingredients that you don't have then write a list of those and then obviously go to the relevant shops to get them. I would also consider some other planning activity that you need to do and that relates to trying to introduce the idea of a monthly shop. This is something that um, my wife and I have recently introduced. We, we used to do it before but we sort of stopped doing it but it, it is really really good so you basically plan to shop once a month to stock the freezer and dry food cupboards. So, for example, we would buy at, at that point um, maybe sort of frozen pizzas, chicken kevs. I don't have chicken kevs all the time before you you wonder. Maybe some uh, frozen chicken, some prawns, those kind of things, so that we can utilise them throughout the month. And as you, as you sort of do more and more monthly shops, you, you realise kind of what you're using and what you're not using and it obviously varies sort of summer to winter that kind of thing um, and, and, and obviously you know, sort of temperature so for example in the summer we might buy more kind of um, I don't know, lollies and, and cones and that kind of thing whereas in the winter we might buy more you know things that you can put into into the oven to sort of cook uh, at night but what they give you is that ability to not have a takeaway. Um, and they also give you that ability that if you have had a hard day at work and you didn't think you were going to, that that meal that you planned to do that was going to take 45 minutes an hour, you, you can essentially just get something straight out of the freezer. It also gives you a good chance as well to stock your dry food cupboards and make sure that the spices are all up to date and that kind of thing. Because again, you don't want to be in that situation where you forget something and then you you think you've got it and then 
you go to to get it and then suddenly you haven't got it anymore not not great um, the other thing to continue, consider in sort of other planning activities is, is batch cooking. So we would tend to cook sort of 10 to 12 portions and then we would tend to portion two portions together um, so that effectively it's ready for a meal for two. Um, obviously, if, you, if there's four of you at home, then, you know, you, you obviously portion four together um, and then that goes that goes into the freezer. Um, a good example and something that we do is this very sort of basic bolognese sauce. So essentially you've got, you know, onions and garlic in there. The mince, obviously it doesn't have to be uh, beef mince. It could be lamb mince or it could be corn or something like that. We then tend to put some uh, cauliflower rice in there and mushrooms just to bulk it out a bit. And then... Um, I tend to put passata in rather than tin tomatoes, just from preference. And then once that's, once obviously that's that's cold, then you, that goes into the freezer. And then when it comes out of the freezer, you've got a choice. Um, so, for example, you could add a small bit of mascarpone, some Cajun spice to it, and have it with pasta. You could add a small amount of cheese. And what we tend to do is get wraps and then actually put them into a bowl, and we pre-cook them for about five minutes on about 160 um, and then we take them out of the oven and effectively they become like a little basket then when you take them out of the bowl and then we can pour the um, bolognese sauce in there and then a little bit of cheese on top so that's quite a nice it's the same same base sauce but you're just doing something different with it or you could add some kidney beans to it and various spices and make it into a chili so lots and lots of things you can do with, with batch cooking. So what, what we covered today, we've looked at my weekly review. We've looked at five reasons you should plan from a cost perspective to minimise waste from a nutritional and a kind of getting your head around planning from the perspective of not doing it sort of in work time, but just actually taking the time to actually do some planning. We've looked at it from a a forgotten ingredients point of view so trying to make sure that we've got all the ingredients we need so that we don't get disappointed when we go to cook something and also from a flexibility point of view that gives you that flexibility we looked at sort of when you should plan i.e just before you're, you you kind of go shopping and ideally for for the week we've looked at how to plan so essentially looking at you doing your sort of menus first and then identifying the ingredients you need and writing a list before you go shopping to make sure you buy all the right things and then we've looked at other planning you should do so sort of a monthly shop and batch cooking i hope you've enjoyed this episode i look forward to speaking to you soon as i said please get in touch ben at tdpod.com and all that's left for me to say is happy fasting.